Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. Internet Church. I'm Pastor Sabrina, and we are so happy that you were able to join us for fellowship around the Word and with the Spirit of the Living God. We are a Christian, non-denominational, Protestant, international church, and we meet on the Internet every Wednesday and Friday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the United States of America, and whatever time that is in your time zone, and on Sundays at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the U.S., and whatever time that is in your time zone. And so we welcome you in the name of the Lord. We invite everyone to join us in our chat room, and our chat room is located on our webpage. Our webpage is MiracleInternetChurch.com. That's MiracleInternetChurch.com. When the page comes up, across the banner you'll see MIC Radio Chat. Please click that link. When the page changes, click Guest. When it changes again, type in your name using uh, one of the names that's on your birth certificate and your greeting for the saints that are in the chat room. And the saints will, of course, respond in kind. If you're on a cellular device, if you're on a cell phone, instead of maybe a laptop or a tablet, you may use your browser to find MiracleInternetChurch.com. When um, the page comes up, across the banner, you'll see three white lines against a black background. Click the three white lines, all the other links to you, and you may proceed with the instructions that you just received. Again, we want to thank you for joining us, and may the Lord bless you. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. We're going to get started tonight. We have um, quite a bit to to cover. Amen. I want to thank everyone for coming up before the broadcast and interceding and praying for the broadcast. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquities and who heals your diseases. Heavenly Father, thank you for blessing us with divine health. We thank you, Father, for your promise that you will always hasten your word 
when we are in need. We thank you for your word, which is alive and powerful and is sharper than any two-edged sword. We believe that your word teaches us that healing and divine health are your children's bread and that you are the Lord who heals us. Thank you for Jesus who provides health for us. We praise you that he took all of our infirmities and bore all of our sicknesses. We believe your word, Father, because it assures us that whatever things we desire when we pray to believe you and we will receive them from you. Father, we thank you that we will have them. Amen. I ask you for improved health and healing in every area of our lives, and we receive your promise that healing and divine health are ours. Amen. We thank you for restoring our health and vitality to us. Our faith does not rest in the wisdom of people, Lord, but in the great power of your word and by your spirit. We know that all healing and health come from you, Father, and we know that you love us and want us to be healthy at all times. As we wait upon you, our strength is being renewed, and we are mounting up with wings like an eagle. You are making our hearts merry, and this does us good like a medicine. Through your spirit, our body is being quickened, and we are experiencing the resurrection power of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Thank for the health that you are imparting to us, Father, even now. And we give you praise, glory, and honor for it. Now, thanks. Speaking of health, um, let's see, how do I put this word? There are many who are experiencing some degree of weariness these days, not just in the ministry, all over the world. And, yes, it is directly related um, to uh, attacks that we've received from the enemy through the globalists. But I want you to know that if you seek the Lord, he will show you what to do about it. Yes, there are things that we do spiritually, and we do them. As a ministry, we do these things. But there are also things that perhaps you ought to consider in the natural. There are things that you ought to consider in the natural. Amen? And if you seek the Lord, he will impress upon your heart the things that you ought to do that are specific to you. But in general, some of us need to get some sleep, S-L-E-E-P. Some of us need to get some rest. Uh, Some of us need some um, supplementation to our nutrition. Some of us need to eat better. Some of us need some exercise. Maybe not a gym workout, but we do need to move around. Amen? So, some of us need some more water. 
So whatever your particular need is, you per, you need to seek the Lord so he can help you. Amen? The Holy Spirit is our helper. And when we need help, we should engage his services to help. Amen? So some of us say, oh, I know what I need. I didn't ask you that. I suggested to you that you go to the Holy Spirit and do what he tells you to do. Do what he tells you to do. Amen. Do what he tells you to do. He will give you specific instructions if you are willing to receive them. You see, if you want to dangle around in the world, well, I know what to do, then that's where you're going to be. But if you want to know what God has to say about it, then you will humble yourself and take time to listen to the Holy Spirit. And you will follow his directives. Amen? Amen. So some of us need some cheer, and some of us need some encouragement, and some of us need this, and some of us need that. Some of us might need to change our air filter. You know, it's 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 different for everybody. doesn't matter where you live. Some of us might need some more sunshine. Some of us maybe not. Amen? But whatever it is, whatever it is, we need to seek the Lord and let him pinpoint what we need. And then let us proceed to obey. Amen? Amen. Amen. Sometimes change out what? Change out your air filter. Amen. Sometimes you need to change out your air filter. And not just in the house, in the vehicle as well. Amen. Amen. So it can be simple little things. Remember we were talking about opportunities on Sunday. Simple little opportunities to take advantage of things that will help us and are beneficial and are supportive. Amen? Simple little things. Amen? And we need to use those. We need to, we need to take advantage of them. We need to stop procrastinating and get on the ball. Amen? Some of us need to, um, especially this time of year, we need to protect our skin more. That's right. Sometimes when you jump out the shower, you need to find some lotion. Our bodies need moisture. Our skin is an organ of our body. Amen? There are all kinds of things that we need to give our attention to. But the Holy Spirit will pinpoint what you need to do. And if you will follow him, you will benefit from it. Amen? You will benefit. So, by the end of this week, there ought to be some benefits listed in the Global Prayer Warriors prayer room. Amen? Amen. Why? Because we are an obedient people And we do what God says to do. 
and we do it promptly. We are zealous to obey. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hold on. I forgot something. Hold on. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So, I know that everyone has been focusing on what they need to focus on, and I'm very proud of you for doing that. I'm very proud of you for doing that. Keep doing what's good. Keep doing what, amen, amen. Now, I'm going to say something else. If you are a person, a saint, that's particularly uh, getting attacks from the enemy in your body, in your physical body, you need to address that with the Lord. They're not just emotional attacks or circumstantial attacks. They're actually physical attacks. You need to address that with the Lord so he can give you direction as to how you can respond for quick recovery. Amen? Did I say that loud enough? If you're being attacked in your body, by the enemy, you need to seek the Holy Spirit. You need to talk to him. Amen? Amen? You need to do what he tells you to do so that you can respond. Amen? All righty. So you'll have quicker recovery than trying to drag it out without doing what he would tell you to do. All righty? Okay, I'm glad we got that part. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Father. Somebody might need some vitamin C. You never can tell. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for the armor of God. We take on the shield of faith so that we can quench all the fiery darts of the wickedness. We put on the helmet of salvation, and we teach the word of God. We are covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. No weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. We thank you for the spirit of truth. We thank you for the breastplate of righteousness. We thank you that our feet are shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. We thank you, Lord, that you have supplied all of our needs according to your riches and glory, and we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Amen. So we cast all of our cares upon you, Lord, because we know that you care for us. So we thank you for this opportunity to walk in divine health to walk in divine health. We take authority, dominion, and power over despair and rejection and hopelessness. 
We bind those devils in the name of Jesus Christ because that's what they are. They come to sap our energy. They come to take away our strength. We take authority, dominion, and power over self-pity in any form that it shows up in Jesus' name. We have no reason to pity ourselves because we are abundantly blessed in Jesus Christ. Amen? There's a solution and a proper outworking to every situation. Yes, sometimes we must wait on the answer, but it's worth the wait. We will take authority, dominion, and power over roots of bitterness, frustration, and anger, patience in our lives. We bind those spirits in the name of Jesus Christ, and we forbid them to perpetrate on us in Jesus' name. We send those devils back where they came from. Amen? Mm -hmm. We bind them in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you. We take authority, dominion, and power over false memories, over any and every stress disorder. And we bind those things. We take authority, dominion, and power over rituals done on the moon, any phase of the moon. The sun shall not smite us by day, nor the moon by night. So we take authority, dominion, and power over whatever the enemy attempts to do. We bind trauma and fear and torture. We take authority, dominion, and power over every stress disorder, over panic, over a guilt trip, bad memory, social withdrawal, self-punishment. We take authority, dominion, and power over all of these demons coming to attack us in the name of Jesus Christ. We forbid them to attack us. We send them back wherever they came from. We take authority, dominion, and power over rebellion and self-will and anger and selfishness and stubbornness and judgmental and unteachable and pride and possessiveness and control and resentment and unforgiveness and retaliation and hatred in Jesus' name. We bind these spirits. They attack everybody, and they attack Christians as well. We take authority, dominion, and power over every form of fear and paranoia in Jesus' name. We bind childish adjustments and misadjustments, illogical conclusions, striving excessively, disordered emotions, Persecution and failure, competition, frustration, being threatened, shame, unworthiness, vanity, intolerance, impatience, perfection-oriented, fantasy, withdrawal, timidity, shyness, overly self-aware, Pouting, sulking. We take authority, dominion, and power over discouragement, 
over false responsibility, over false compassion, over insecurity, over harlotry, over the fear of judgment, over self-accusation, over self-rejection, over the fear of rejection, and over self-rejection. We bind you all in the name of Jesus. We forbid you to torment the saints in any way in Jesus' name. We command you to come up and out right now. Wherever you've been hiding, come out now in the name of Jesus Christ. Take a deep breath, saints, and do what you know to do. Call from your gut. Call from your gut. Take a deep breath and call from your gut. Amen. Now, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we want to thank you that you have given us power and authority over all the power of the devil, and nothing shall by any means harm us. So, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, decisions, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders. We cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous in Jesus' name. We bind and break the power of Freemasonry curses, spirits of Antichrist, spirits of rape, spirits of molestation, spirits of bondage, spirits of witchcraft, error, infirmity, perversion, incest, unnatural accidents, sickness, idolatry, hatred, variance, dissension, discord, dispute, quarreling, debating, Disputes, emulations, envies, jealousies, striving to excel at the expense of another, seeking to surpass and to outdo others, wrath, fierceness, turbulent passion, determined and lasting anger, strife, angry disputing, strenuous endeavor to equal or pay back in kind the wrongs done to you. So we take authority, dominion, and power over all spirits of retaliation and revenge. In Jesus' name, we command them to be bound in the name of Jesus Christ. We forbid demons of harassment to harass you in Jesus' name. And we command them to leave right now in Jesus' name. We command them to leave now in Jesus' name. All spirits of loneliness, sensitiveness, excess talkativeness, nervous tension, fear of people, demons of insanity, you're bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Come up and out of God's people. You have no right to be there. No right at all. Get out of God's people. We send you bound to the feet of Jesus for immediate judgment. Amen. Immediate judgment. Thank you, Lord. We take authority. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. And we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and his wicked powers. We take authority, dominion, and power over mind demons in the name of Jesus Christ. 
attacks that are primarily against the mind, the memory, and the brain. In the We take authority, dominion, and power over every sex devil in the name of Jesus Christ. Every day, all the sex devils, all the water and marine devils, all the sex devils, in the name of Jesus Christ. They are prevalent everywhere. So take a deep breath, everybody, and cough from your gut. <clears throat> take a deep breath and cough in the name of Jesus. Come on out, all the sex devils. Whether you hitchhiked on somebody today, whether you followed them, whether you one of them old ones from the family line trying to reinforce, however you got there, wherever, however long you've been there, get out now in the name of Jesus. We send the fire of God to burn you out in the name of Jesus Christ. We send the fire of God to burn you out and to burn you out of the genitals in the name of Jesus to burn you out of the genitals in the name of Jesus Christ. Get up and out now. Father, we thank you for releasing your angels to attack and to arrest these demons in Jesus' name and see to it that they receive the punishment they are due in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. You all that have had those sore sexual paths, you just keep on coughing. Keep on coughing. Because it takes a while until they're all gone. You just keep coughing in Jesus' name. Amen. We bind Enrique de la Brusalada de Osurra, Enrique de la Brusalada de Osurra, Enriquita de Bra. All the demons that come with sexual abuse, sexual abuse of any kind, even if someone looked at you lustfully, we take authority, dominion, and power over every demon of sexual abuse. Regardless to when the attack was, in the name of Jesus, deep breath and cough, deep breath and cough, deep breath and cough, deep breath and cough. If you were abused by people exposing you to things that children should not be exposed to, we bind you in the name of Jesus. Come on out. Come on out. All of those impressions that took away innocence. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Come on out of God's people. You have no right to be there. And you cannot pop back up whenever you get good and ready. This holy name. Father, we thank you. And we send these demons to the feet of Jesus to be judged. Thank you, Lord. If you were sexually assaulted as a child by another child, child might have been older than you, but it was still another child. We take authority, dominion, and power over the trauma that you received, over the fear and the terror and the questioning and the guilt and all of those other unclean spirits that came to attack you. We bind them in the name of Jesus Christ. We command them to come up and out now, especially the guilt and the condemnation that you did to yourself. Come on out in the name of Jesus Christ right now. 
right now. The shock bound in Jesus' name. Come on out. The shock bound. Come on out in the name of Jesus Christ. You know, there have been people that have touched you the time you did not consider it to be sexual, but it was still an illegal touch. We cut you free from them forevermore in Jesus' name. Break it, break it, break it, break it in the name of Jesus. Break it in the name of Jesus. Break it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his wicked angels, and his wicked powers. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy in the name of Jesus. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind the rape and murder to its strong men and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of our witchcraft attack, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind our trafficking, reporters, listeners, watchers, peeps, Whispers, familiar electronic, digital technology demons and their attacks. We bind the bias and spirits and their attacks. Brainwashing Kundalini spirits and their attacks. Water and marine spirits and their attacks. Sex devils and their attacks. Unclean spirits and their attacks. All passive devils. All defiling spirits. You're bound in the name of Jesus Christ. All pain-afflicting spirits. Sleep deprivation. Artificial intelligence. Smart dust and drone spirits and their attacks, all sorcery devils and their attacks, all seducing, womanizing, whoredom spirits and their attacks, all the voices of a stranger and their attacks, all hypnotic and trance devils in Jesus' name. We take authority, dominion, and power over the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons, at our targeted radio frequencies, pulse weapons and their attacks, microwave attacks, all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer in Jesus' name. All debilitating sonic frequency attacks and the work of every druid. Electromagnology attacks, techno-paganism, mind control by the occult, 
forced feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex, cyber sex crimes, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits which manipulate modern technology, pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy microwave weapons, binding all vibrations that are demons. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your power at work. Thank you for your power at work. Those of you that are having dreams, and they're sexual in nature sometimes, not always. Sometimes there's somebody trying to feed you something or get you to eat something in the dream. That is witchcraft. They're trying to poison you. So you need to do the dream protocol, whether you remember the dream or not. You are not to be fed or given anything to drink in any dream at any time for any reason under any circumstance. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. So you have a a connection that needs to be severed. You have a connection that needs to be severed. You need to seek the Lord about this. You need to get pinpoint with the Lord on this matter. Amen? Because something's trafficking to you from somewhere. Amen? Amen. Don't just put up with it. Get to the root of it. Get to the root of it. Get to the root of it. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Rula la riasar, recurre, quise de la brochera de Dios, requie de Rosula. Arrocola de Diasanda, recurre de Dios, requie, recatera brichele de Dios, requie de la barai. Father, we want to thank you for your word. Hypnotic and trans devils and their attacks, we bind you in the name of Jesus. We bind forced feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex crimes, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits which manipulate modern technology, pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy microwave weapons, binding all vibrations, which are demons. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. We want to thank the Lord for his goodness and his mercy. We bind hypnotic and trans devils in their attacks, mystic rituals in their intent, on microwave, frequency weapons, 5G and components, everything coming, all weaponry and attacks coming from what we refer to as outer space, from other galaxies, from other planets, from other stars, from other solar systems in the name of Jesus, from any station put on a planet in Jesus' holy name, coming from uh, any satellite at all or any satellite system, even global uh, positioning system, even a surveillance system. We bind you in the name of Jesus. We bind all attacks coming through. Electronic and technological receptors, also through the um, cell towers and through our devices in the name of Jesus. We return to sender. We return to sender. Brother Bill, please post the dream protocol in the chat room. Thank you. 
We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect. We bind all satanic ritual abuse devils, satanic worship, witchcraft, and dedication, and all rituals done on the phases of the moon. Amen. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects, spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind demons, all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, monitor, track, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, defile, corrupt, undermine, despise, bewitch, tranquilize, assassinate, divide, confound, attack, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We bind the shedding of injected persons upon us in Jesus' name. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools in the spirit of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We bind the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind food lust, addictions, and gluttony. We bind false flags. We return to sender according to the covenant, all and every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, all blood rituals, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us, astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us, no demon or wicked person or unrighteous event left behind, binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights, returning to sender or witchcraft attacks through channeling and against us and the satellites against the website, the app, and the broadcast, binding all abortions as magical rituals, returning to sender all Cameroonian wizardry, black magic, all magic, juju, hexes, vexes, and such in Jesus' name, returning to sender all tribal witchcraft and occultism, all of your um, black magic spells and your jujus and your hexes and your vexes and such, returning to sender all Chaldean witchcraft in the name of Jesus Christ. What you have sown, you shall reap. Returning to sender all Spanish witchcraft and all of their tactics in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord. Breaking and destroying our social, emotional, and psychological ties with food and drink which are displeasing to Jesus Christ. Binding superficial religious acts. We bind every act of sexual sin. Binding magic spells for love, money, protection, black magic, white magic, candle magic, hoodoo, root work, lucky charms, high magic and folk magic spells, binding the demons of energy, boomeranging their wicked works upon them, binding all magical language, magical signs, magical patterns, even in numbering, binding synchrony, binding and caging Poseidon, and all other underwater demons and devils, and stripping them of their crowns, their thrones, and their powers, transferring them back to Jesus Christ because power belongs to God, binding all conjurations and summonings of demons, binding Jewish black magic, mysticism, magic writings, magic artifacts, binding the essence of magic and Jewish magic by practitioners, amulets, bowls, precious stones, incantations, 
uh, divining practices, magic spells and potions and golem, and binding all blockages to righteous spiritual reception in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient art, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, Great Reset, make-believe fantasy, fables, enchantments, la-la land, false religion, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressors, and the spirit and the children of disobedience, martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic spirits and practices, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind you all in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord. And we give you praise. We take authority, dominion, and power over the king of pride and all of his underlings. We bind them and send them into the spiritual cage and to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, food, fecal, and solely sacrifices. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, the unyielding, nature worship, deception, unfocused mind, idle mind scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, violence, and temptation to sin. We bind Delial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilet, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all gods and goddesses, Osiris, Isis, On, all false deities, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and the 72, in the name of Jesus Christ, we chain you with eternal chains under darkness, send you into the spiritual cage and to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, psychic weapons, prompts, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, signals, and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We break the powers of every Masonic ritual, rite, uh, ceremony, prayer, vow, and pack, we bind the rituals, the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, the worship, the grip, Freemasonry, uh, their charter, and the rituals of every secret society and the associated organizations in the name of Jesus Christ. We give you the praise, Lord. Oh, we take authority, dominion, and power over the, con- and we bind the confederacy in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the lay of the sins. We bind the insanity, pride, work of errors, and foolishness of our own opinions. We bind being misled and misleading others. We return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head, according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin, and we de- we denounce them and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassment, and witchcraft back on their own heads as well as their mind control in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, 
and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief in accord with Calvary. We ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents, scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, we disconnect ourselves from and cut ourselves free from and command every demon that has followed us, was sent to us, or transferred to us to be bound and leave us now in the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, we take authority, dominion, and power over all the devils coming through the computer, through the cell phone, and any of those terminals in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings and elsewhere, for kings and all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, especially those that are imprisoned, are being persecuted, or were left behind in some place like Afghanistan or some other place, and the January 6th prisons. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Father, in the name of Jesus, we cover ourselves in the blood of Jesus, and we cover our mode of transportation in the blood of Jesus as well. We take authority, dominion, and power over all interferences in the road, in Jesus' name, and that includes reckless drivers, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, whether it be the air, the water, or roadway, that you will protect us, and you sent your angels ahead of us. Thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. We thank you for your warring, linking angels, your praising angels, but most of all, for your very presence in our midst. Thank you, Lord. We ask you, Father, to quicken to us the word that we have learned so that we can utilize it in a time of need in Jesus' name. Father, in the name of Jesus, we cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus. We take authority over all demons of the night, bad dreams, daydreams, night dreams, imagination, sex dreams, anyone or anything trying to get into our dreams. We command them to stay far away. We thank you for those angels. And we thank you, Lord, for all that you do to protect us in the name of Jesus Christ. We pull out every voodoo pen in the name of Jesus Christ. We pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, witchcraft, curses, and we return it to sender. Anything, any vice grip, bound and broken and destroyed, returned in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. We cut and destroy all ungodly silver cords and ley lines from ourselves, all ungodly soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We destroy all walls of protection and shields of protection. We destroy them all around shamans, globalists, nanotechnology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, divinators, liars, and such in Jesus' name. We destroy the powers 
of their charms, love spells, vexes, hexes, curses, fetishes, uh, uh, psychic prayers and thoughts, bewitchments, potions, jinxes, mind control, voodoo, sorcery, magic, sickness, pain, and torment, psychic warfare, chanting, incantations, incense, and candle burning, chains, brain frequency, meditation, ungodly blessings, incense and candle burnings, crystals, root works, and everything else, tribal rituals, and sins to boot, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for giving your people peace. We thank you for the blood of Jesus washing away from us all of the rituals that have been done over us by the demonic uh, system, by the demonic and the occultists, all of the witches, warlocks, wizards, Satanists, sorcerers, Wiccans, pagans, and whatever other sources there are in the name of Jesus. We return the murder, the bitterness, the hate, the envy, jealousy, wizardry, sorcery, the blindness, the bondage, uh, and the fear in the name of Jesus Christ. We break the yokes that Jesus did not give us. Amen. They're not ours. We reject them and we'll never receive them in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord, for your grace and mercy, and we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Father, we take authority, dominion, and power over all spirits of complacency and lukewarmness. Woo! In Jesus' name. Every spirit of complacency and lukewarmness. We take authority, dominion, and power over you. We destroy your bondage over the saints in Jesus' name. We command you to come up and out now in the name of Jesus Christ. Come up and out now in Jesus' holy name. Thank you. Amen. Our featured proverb for this evening is Proverbs 9. Proverbs chapter 9, and our verse for meditation comes from the book of Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 6, Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 6, and our featured e-book is the transference of spirit in Jesus' name, the transference of spirit. Tonight, we're going to talk about the spirit of the Lord. Spirit of the Lord. We're going to talk about the Spirit of the Lord. Amen. Praise the praise God. And we're going to begin at Isaiah chapter fifty nine, verse nineteen. Isaiah. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> chapter fifty nine and verse nineteen. Isaiah. Chapter 59, verse 19. So shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. Enemies shall come in like a flood. The spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So thanks. In Jesus Christ, is Jesus Christ, rather, I'm asking you a question and you need to record your answers. 
Why? Because you need to talk to the Lord about it. That's why. That's why. So you can remember what you said, too. Is Jesus Christ a person? You may write it on your own little sheet of paper. Is Jesus Christ a person? Yes or no? There are no in-betweens. I don't know. It's not a very good answer. So it's either yes or it's no. Is Jesus Christ a person? Next question. Are you aware of personal fellowship with Jesus Christ? That's yes or no, too. In fact, all of the questions are yes or no. Amen. First question is, is Jesus Christ a person? Second question is, are you aware of personal fellowship with him? Third question, is God the Father a person? Is God the Father a person? Is God the Father a person? Next question, are you aware of personal fellowship with God the Father? Are you aware of personal fellowship with the Father? Next question. Is the Holy Spirit a person? Is the Holy Spirit a person? Is the Holy Spirit a person? And the last question is, are you aware of personal fellowship with the Holy Spirit? Amen. So I'm hoping that you that you were able to record your answers so you can talk to the Lord about them. Amen. Praise God. Some would say that they have never been aware of any personal fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Yes, there are some that would say that. Some would ask, how is it possible for me to have a personal fellowship and communion with the Holy Spirit. Now, some of you, you already know your answer to this, but there are those in our church that still don't have this quite crystal clear. So we're going to address this situation to help strengthen their faith. Amen? Praise God. Let's examine a few scriptures that clearly show us that the Holy Spirit is a person. He is a person, not merely a presence. He is not an attitude, an atmosphere, or an environment. He is a person who speaks, plans, and is quite articulate. Let me say that again. He is a person who speaks, thinks, plans, and is quite articulate. He is the voice of the Godhead to us. He is the voice of the Godhead to us. Amen. He is the voice of the Godhead to us. So, go to John, the Gospel of John, 
me flip there in my Bible. The Gospel of John, chapter 16. The Gospel of John, chapter 16. And verse 13. Amen. The Gospel of John, chapter 16. Actually, I'm going to start at verse 8. The Gospel of John, chapter 16, and I'm going to begin at verse 8. And when he is come, speaking of the Holy Spirit, he will reprove or convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment, meaning God's judgment. Amen? Amen. So now let's go down to verse 13. John chapter 16, go straight down the page to verse 13. Howbeit when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. And he will show you things to come. Amen? And he will show you Excuse me, things to come. God, the Holy Spirit, speaks. Wind does not speak, per se. God does. A person can know. A person can think. A person can understand. This is how we determine that we have personhood. This is how we determine that we have personhood. We have intellect, we have emotion, and we have a will. We have intellect, we have emotion, and we have a will. Persons have emotional capacity through which they can feel and can love. Amen. Persons also have a will by which they can make decisions and act. If you are a person, and prayerfully you are, you are because you think. I pray you still do that. You think because you can love or hate and because you can put your will into action. You have personhood. That's right. You can put your will into action. The Word of God declares that the Holy Spirit has all of these capacities. So, from this we may conclude that he is a person. A person or an atmosphere does not have a will, nor a mind, nor a plan. Amen? 
The Holy Spirit is so much more than a presence. Amen. Amen. So, we know that some of you are having a little issue because you think you cannot have a fellowship with someone who's not a real person to you. Well, the Holy Spirit is a real person. Amen. Amen. So, in We've been talking about the Holy Spirit for some time now. And I'm addressing some of the um, questions that have been posed to me. And I'm trying to direct you to scriptures that will help you to see who the Holy Spirit really is. He is not imaginary. He is real. Amen. So in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, beginning with verse 10, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, beginning with verse 10. God hath revealed them unto us by his spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him? Even so the things of God knoweth no man, but the Spirit of God. So we see clearly in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 10, that the Holy Spirit has the capability, power, to reveal things to us. He has the ability and the power to reveal things to us, information, knowledge, whatever needs to be. Also, he has the ability to search. It says, the Spirit searcheth all things. Well, we don't have that capacity to search all things, but he does. Even the deep things of God, things of God that are not revealed to humans. Why? Because God says it's not for you to know. That's why. There's God's business and your business. You know there are people that have a a hard time minding their own business. Well, they need to practice. Amen? Verse 11, for what man knoweth the things of a man? Save the spirit of man which is in him. His spirit knows about him. Even so, likewise, in like manner, the things of God knoweth no man, but the Spirit of God. So, to show us clearly that the Holy Spirit 
has the capacity of intellect. He has the capacity of intellect. Amen. So, no man can teach something that he doesn't know anything about. People try that, but it's not so good. And one of the requirements of a good teacher is that he must know his subject. So, since the Holy Spirit is able to teach us things of Christ, it's because the Holy Spirit is able to reveal the things of the Father and the Son. It is because he knows the things of God. And the Holy Spirit knows because he possesses the capacity of intellect on a level far higher than any human being or other spiritual being. Amen? Amen. 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 Does that mean God's going to show you everything you want to know the answer to? Not necessarily. Sometimes God will not share things because we're too immature to receive them properly. Amen? Amen. You may as well just acknowledge the truth. Amen? We're not there yet. So, where was that mean? Since the Holy Spirit is able to teach us the things of Christ, since the Holy Spirit is able to reveal the things of the Father and the Son, it is because he knows the things of God. And the Holy Spirit knows because he has superior intellect, inferior to none. He has the ability to know, and that is one of the components of personality. So he's a person. He's not a human, but he's a person. So now, let's let's go look at Ephesians chapter 4. Amen. Ephesians chapter 4, and we're going to look briefly at verse 30. Ephesians chapter 4, and we're going to look briefly at verse 30. Because we're going to come to understand, as we have mentioned before, that the Holy Spirit has emotional capacity. He has emotional capacity. Amen. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 30. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. Amen. 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 Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Praise God. 
Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God. Grief is a manifestation of the capacity of emotion. And a person must have the ability to love before love can be grieved. The fact that the Holy Spirit can be grieved is revelation that the Holy Spirit possesses an emotional capacity that may be wounded by sins against his heart. Saints, we should be very, very careful. We should be very sensitive to the Holy Spirit lest we grieve him. Amen. It may take us some time to truly understand the depth of this scripture, but it is extremely important. Amen? Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God. Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God. We do not mean that we go around sensing a fear of his wrath. Instead, we are sensitive because we love him. And we have learned to be dependent upon him so that we would not want to grieve the Holy Spirit of God for anything at any time at all. I believe the Apostle Paul understood that And that's the reason he shared this truth with us. He was demonstrating to us through his epistle that the Holy Spirit possesses the capacity of emotion. And so does the rest of the Godhead. Saints, our attitudes and thoughts must be constantly changing for the better. Yes, we are to be a new and different person. We should not cause the Holy Spirit sorrow. He has executive power. He is the one who marks us present and in whom we are sealed on the day when salvation from sin will be complete, on the day of redemption. This is not the one you want to grieve. Remember how in the wilderness and all through their experiences with Jesus Christ, uh, the Israelites were doing good for a while, then they go back and die idolatry. Then they do good, then they go back and idolatry. Then they'd be murmuring and complaining like we do and go back into sin. Remember they kept getting uh, judgments left and right? Well, we're supposed to learn from their errors that we're not supposed to continue in that kind of behavior. Amen? We're not supposed to do that. And it may take us a while to get it down, but we're not supposed to continue in that. We're supposed to continue in the new person, the new creation that we are in Christ Jesus. Now, 
we're going to take a look at 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 11. 12, verse 11. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 11. It's a, a scripture where uh, the Apostle Paul was talking about spiritual gifts. And he says in verse 11, But all these worketh that one and the selfsame spirit, dividing to every man severally as he will. He gives the gifts out individually as he wills, as he sees fit. He is the administrator of God's kingdom. Yes, he is. And many other titles he has. Amen? And many other titles. Here we are told that the distribution of spiritual gifts is a result of the work and the act of the will of the Holy Spirit of God. So we are shown, see it says, severally as he will. The gifts work as he will. And some of you don't quite understand this because you've been under false ministry. And you've seen them do things by a different spirit. But if you sit with the Holy Spirit, he will correct that in you. He will correct that in you. He will teach you right from wrong. See, the gifts work as the Spirit of God will, not as humans will. Amen. We're here to do God's will. So when we put these passages together, we can observe that the Holy Spirit possesses the capacity of intellect so that he can know, the capacity of emotion so that he can love. Amen? And because he can be loved, his love can be sinned against. Um, usually by us. But we're do, we're going to improve in that, right? We're going to improve. As we've just seen in this scripture, he has the capacity of will so that he can decide and bring action into being. He can decide to leave someone. Amen. So, the Holy Spirit Spirit is not an influence. He is not a power that emanates from God. The Holy Spirit is a person. Person? He's a person. He has personhood. And we have briefly, and I kept it succinct to certain scriptures because I want you to see it clearly without it being muddled in a a whole lot of scriptures. So you don't have this whole list of scriptures. You have a few. So you can focus. That's the purpose of this. So you can focus on these attributes. 
So we don't ever again need to think of the Holy Spirit in any other capacity than that of a person with personality. Amen? With personality. This is vitally important. Since you are an individual and a part of humanity, you are fighting a threefold enemy, so to speak. You're fighting against the world, the flesh, and the devil. As believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, we have no right to assume that the enemy will always attack from that same front. No, he doesn't come the same way every single time. We have no right to assume that we need not be on guard against the other avenues of invasion. Maybe I need to say that again. We as born-again believers in Jesus Christ, we have no right to assume that the enemy will always attack the same way from the same position. We have no right to assume that we do not need to be on guard against the other avenues of invasion from the enemy. The only defense against the enemy within that is the flesh, self, we know about him, is a conscious dependence upon the Holy Spirit of God. The only defense that you and I have against the enticements of the world is a conscious dependence, conscious dependence, Conscious dependence upon the Holy Spirit. We have to be, we have to be dependent on the Holy Spirit. The sons of God, as you recall, are led by the Spirit of God. Well, if you're not following him when it's time for us to leave, what's going to happen with you? Amen? Amen. There are some things that we must come to recognize. There are some things that we must come to recognize. Amen. So, we're going to go visit Jude, and we're going to verse 9. Jude, verse 9. There's some very interesting information about the devil, about our adversary in Jude 9. Jude, there's only one chapter to Jude for those who have not yet discovered that. Verse 9. Yet Michael the archangel, when contending with the devil... He disputed about the body of Moses. Durst not bring against him a railing accusation, but said, The Lord rebuked thee. 
so when Moses passed away, Michael the archangel was around. He was there. And evidently he had some responsibility with uh, the disposition of the body. But Satan wanted to have a say. It says that Michael the archangel did not bring a railing accusation against Satan, but said, the Lord rebuked thee. That's what he did. I didn't tell you to do that. I said he did that, okay? I did not tell you that that's what you ought to do. Do we have that understood? Praise the Lord. So, now, in this verse, we find something. We find out some information about the power that belongs to Satan at this time. And no, most of us are not always mindful of that kind of power. There is only one power greater than the power of Satan, and that is the power of God. That is the power of God. Okay? Did everybody, let me say that again. There is only one power greater than the power of Satan, and that is the power of God. Michael the archangel did not have sufficient power of himself to argue with Satan. He had to call upon the power of God to defeat Satan in his desire to claim the body of Moses. So, if the archangel did not have that power, how can we expect to stand against him? Well, I'm getting ready to answer that question. Just calm down. I'm getting ready to answer that. Satan possesses a supernatural power, and it's a power that's beyond what the average person possesses. That would be us. He is, as we know, an unseen adversary, but we can tell where he has been. He does not appear against us in the form of flesh and blood. In Ephesians, we are told we wrestle not against flesh and blood. So, if we were wrestling against another human, we would know the weak points of our adversary. But, we are wrestling against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So, What we are being taught, Satan has an organized system that he has, and as our adversary, he is determined that we should be destroyed. Okay? We understand? All right. So we are told in 1 Peter 5a, 1 Peter 5a, to be sober, to be serious, to be vigilant. Why? Because our adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. And I have encouraged you not to be devourable. 
Amen? Amen. So, you may say, well, does that leave me in a kind of a weakened position? Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. No Christian, no believer, no faith-filled, born-again person need ever be defeated unless you consent to defeat. Unless you consent to defeat. Well, why is that? Well, let's go back to the scripture that we began the lesson with. Isaiah chapter 59, verse 19. Isaiah chapter 59, verse 19. Isaiah chapter 59, verse 19. So shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. When, when the enemy shall come in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Amen? Amen. So, what do you say? You say, well, Pastor, what does that have to do with the Holy Spirit being a person? Hang in there. I'm coming. This is further proof that the Holy Spirit is a person. We know the power and the personality of the mighty third person of the Trinity, as he has been called. He is more than an influence that is fighting in our behalf. He is not a mystery. He is a person, the Holy Spirit, and we need never go down in defeat. Why? Because when the enemy shall come in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord, the Holy Spirit shall lift up a standard against him. That's why. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord, the Holy Spirit shall lift up a standard against him. And so, when Satan wanted to argue with the archangel, about the body of Moses, the Holy Spirit put an end to the argument. Do we understand? The Holy Spirit put an end to the argument. We understand? Good. I'm glad we do because some of us really needed to know this. He is our defense and our strength, and he stands ready to be our defense and our strength whenever we need him to be. He is our helper. He is so much more to us than we realize. 
Amen? So for all of you that were still thinking that the Holy Surround on a cloud because he's like air, uh, no, you're, you're mistaken. You may repent now. Amen. You may repent for your misunderstanding. Okay? There is forgiveness for that. So, we're going to pray a very small prayer. All you need to do is say amen. Amen? Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for bringing this word tonight to help me to see more clearly and distinctly who the Holy Spirit is and what he does. I want to thank you for helping me to realize what I had not realized before. I ask you, Father, to teach me, to help me to understand the many ways that I grieve him. I repent for grieving the Holy Spirit of God. I ask for your mercy, Father, and for your forgiveness. We ask you, Father, to help us to grow in this area so that we will be strong in faith, trusting the Holy Spirit to take care of us while we are here in the earth. Thank you, Lord. Teach us to walk and to live with the Holy Spirit, who is more than a mentor and more than a teacher. He's our companion. He's our helper. And he is so much more to us. He is not fire or wind or rain. He is the Holy One who created us, who made the world. The Bible says that he brooded over the world. And he saw to it that it came to pass. We want to thank you, Lord, that the Godhead works together as one. We don't quite understand it in its perfection, but we accept the truth. And we ask you to develop our knowledge and our understanding and our love for the Godhead, our reverence and respect for the Godhead in Jesus' name. And everyone who desired to says amen. 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 So, for those who were, you know, you hadn't been taught much. You didn't know much because you hadn't really been taught a lot. Well, there's a lot to learn about the Holy Spirit. And I pray that you will recast this and let the truth sink into your heart. Amen? We've been talking about praying in tongues. Uh, We've been talking about obedience. We've been talking about letting the Lord clean us up and get us ready for whenever he returns. And we have to follow the Holy Spirit for that to happen. 
because he will lead us and guide us through what we need to experience to be ready. Now, I'm going to say something else. There are some of you that you have just started to really learn about demons and spiritual warfare and all of that. And so you think you can take a scrub brush and and the blood of Jesus and scrub yourself clean. You think you can get yourself delivered. You need to learn a lot more. You think you need you know where to look. I think you need to mature. You think you can get yourself all delivered and get yourself all put right. And you know so much about demons and you know so much and you know so much and you know so much. Uh-huh. I think you need to learn. You need to learn to depend on the Holy Spirit. He knows absolutely positively everything about you and things that you still don't know about yourself. And as you grow, he will reveal to you what needs to be revealed because that means God's ready to work in that part of your life. Amen? And, yes, there are going to be some questions he's not going to answer immediately because you have to be little before you're grown. Amen? Amen. So let him be in charge of you. Allow him. Stop trying to be in control of every little single thing about your Christendom. There are things you are responsible for, and to your degree of ability to deal with those things now, he's going to expect you to do that. But there are some things you have not matured enough to deal with yet. Those things are under his control. Do we understand? Amen? Some of you are trying to be so smart, but you're not smart. Amen? You need to learn, seriously, deeply embedded learn, to always trust the Holy Spirit. He's never wrong. There is no such thing as wrong. He doesn't have mistakes. He doesn't make mistakes. That's what we do, not him. You remember this story I told you a long time ago about this uh, pastor that was coming down St. John's Bluff Road. And And he was at the red light. He was at the red light. And the Spirit of the Lord told him, when the light changes, do not go forward. Do not move. Sit right here. And, yes, people were honking at him and doing ugly things with their fingers and all kinds of vulgar things. But he sat right there. And then suddenly this car came flying through the intersection. Had he disobeyed the Holy Spirit, he may well have died right there in rebellion. 
The reason I tell you this story over and over is because obeying and following the Holy Spirit is just that critical. After we get to the time that Jesus is going to take us away from this earth, it gets just that much more critical. So what do you do? You calm yourself down. Self, calm down. The Lord's trying to say something. Just quiet yourself inside. Pray in your prayer language a little bit, just like the same exercise I give you. Pray in your prayer language for a few minutes, then get still and quiet and listen. Sometimes it's through a scripture. Sometimes it's another way. But however he chooses to speak with you, please pay him some attention. Amen? Feel free to thank him for being long-suffering and patient with all of us because we need it. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. I'm glad you got it. So recast the message so you can get it. Okay? Amen. And you can go back and look at these scriptures and see what they tell us about the Holy Spirit. He's not floating around on a cloud. Okay? All right. Praise the Lord. Very, very good. I am proud of you. Amen. So let me get something to drink for a moment. Oops. And then I can, I can do this. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We are, in the name of Jesus, requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning The Colombian government does not encourage or facilitate the flow of mercenaries from the country to fight for Ukraine in its conflict with Russia, the foreign ministry has said. The ministry made the statement on Saturday, stressing that there are no bilateral agreements to send mercenaries to Kiev. Bogota only provides consular assistance to nationals and their families should they be affected by the hostilities, it said. The government of Colombia neither encourages nor facilitates this type of activity. The statement came shortly after Russian Foreign Minister Lavrov brought up the issue of Colombian mercenaries fighting for Ukraine, warning that combat-hardened fighters will ultimately become a problem for their home countries. Foreign mercenaries fighting for Kiev have already become disappointed with the conflict and some have returned to their home countries, Lavrov said in a con- at a conference in Moscow on Friday, marking the 10th anniversary of the 2014 coup in Kiev. If people who remain in this war 
that the West is waging against us are going through a military phase of their lives, it is likely that they will return to it, especially given that in Colombia there is always someone to argue with and has always had someone to compete with, the foreign minister said, apparently referring to the years-long drug wars and low-intensity insurgencies that have plagued the Latin American nation. Earlier this month, the AP published a report on Colombian military veterans fighting for Kiev against Russia. According to the report, the Ukrainian authorities have been actively recruiting mercenaries from the country, as well as from other Latin American nations, luring them in with a paycheck of up to $3,300 a month, as well as promising station for those injured or killed in action. The agency witnessed around 50 Colombians recovering at a military hospital at an undisclosed location in Ukraine. One of the mercenaries claimed that his unit alone included around 100 of his compatriots. AP also spoke to people in Colombia taking part in training the mercenaries before they travel to Ukraine. They're like the Latin American migrants who go to the U.S. in search of a better future. These are not volunteers who want to defend another country's flag. They are simply motivated by economic need. Hector Bonal, a retired medic who runs training courses outside Bogota, told AP. So we want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications concerning such. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning U.S. Ukraine's top general, Alexander Sirsky, did not give the order to leave Avdivka until one day after the beginning of their uncontrolled chaotic route from the Donbass stronghold, the Russian Defense Ministry said on Saturday. Alexander, Ukraine's recently appointed commander-in-chief, announced that the retreat early Saturday justified the decision with the need to stabilize the situation and maintain position. Reports that Ukrainian forces were being pulled back began circulating earlier this week while others indicated that Russian forces severed the biggest supply lines into the city. The Russian Defense Ministry announced the capture of the fortress city later on Saturday, stating that only scattered formations of Ukrainian militants managed to escape the city, fleeing in disarray under Russian fire and leaving their armaments behind. The order of the commander-in-chief of the Ukrainian Armed Forces, uh, Mr. Sersky, to abandon the city was only issued after a day of uncontrolled Ukrainian troops from Adivka, ministry spokesman Igor said. In a press statement, The Ukrainian army reportedly lost more than 1,500 troops in Advika in the past 24 hours alone. The Russian forces will now begin to clean up remaining pockets of resistance in the city, as well as blocking Ukrainian forces at the 
Avdivka Coke and Chemical Plant in the northwestern outskirts of the city, the spokesperson added. Adivka has been fortified by the Ukrainians since 2014, when the hostilities first erupted in the region after the West, Western Back coup in Kiev. Due to its close proximity to Don's it was frequently used to shell civilian infrastructure in the city, causing numerous civilian deaths. The White House has blamed the Ukrainian Army's weakening position in the area on a lack of U.S. military funding. Really? President Joe Biden again, once again urged Congress to pass a supplemental budget request that has been held up in the House of Representatives for months of which $60 billion is slated for Kiev's war chip. $60 billion. All right. Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. We are requesting adjudication from the righteous judge concerning the mother of an intellectually disabled girl who was allegedly led from school grounds by three male students and sexually assaulted in a Starbucks bathroom and a nearby building filed a lawsuit Wednesday accusing Starbucks, Pittsburgh Public Schools, and a property management company of negligence. The lawsuit alleges that school personnel at Taylor Alderdice High School failed to provide adequate supervision and care of the girl during school hours and transportation to and from school. It alleges that both the property management company, 101 Kappa Drive Associates Number 1, and Starbucks managers were aware of the increasing crime issues in their businesses and failed to provide security or training for employees on how to respond to and to report criminal activity. Pittsburgh Public Schools failed to create a safe environment for my client to go to and from school when it knew that she needed one. And Starbucks and Kappa failed to protect my client from the violence of others when they knew their businesses were causing criminal activity to occur. The painful result was her sexual assault, said attorney Alec Wright, who represents the girl and her mother in the lawsuit. The lawsuit alleges that the then 15-year-old girl whose name was withheld in the lawsuit, was led off campus by three male students in October 2022. The lawsuit alleges that Starbucks employees witnessed the male students taking turns entering the bathroom with the girl and did not intervene. The alleged assailants then took her to an empty building managed by Cap. Third boy sexually assaulted the girl. 
according to the lawsuit filed in Allegheny County Court of Common Pleas. At first, the girl was unable to communicate to her mother what had happened to her. But days later, the mother said she was notified by the school that the girl was found crying at a lunchroom table alone because of a rumor that three boys had sex with her. The mother said she met with school officials who were then notified that the incident occurred at Starbucks and not at the school as officials initially suspected. The mother took the girl for a medical exam that she said showed positive signs of sexual assault. She reported the assault to police, but more than a year later, police have not filed charges. A spokesperson for the Department of Public Safety said the case had been closed and that the county district attorney's office had determined it would not pursue charges. When we learned of these allegations, we acted with extreme urgency to support law enforcement throughout their investigation, a spokesperson for Starbucks wrote in an email statement. Our goal is always to keep our stores safe for our partners and our customers. Due to the sensitive nature of this matter and out of respect for all involved, we cannot comment further right now. A phone number was not available for Kappa, but the Associated Press left a message with the real estate company that handles rentals at several Kappa properties. A spokesperson for Pittsburgh Public Schools said the district does not comment on pending litigation. Pittsburgh Public Schools provides public transportation bus passes to high schoolers who live within two miles of their school and to younger students who live within one and a half miles of their school. At Taylor Alderdice High School, district officials had negotiated with Pittsburgh Public Transportation Authority to move the public transit bus stop that many students use to the location in front of the Starbucks. The girl's mother notified school officials that her daughter would need help adjusting to high school and with taking public transportation to school, according to the lawsuit. The lawsuit notes the girl's IQ during evaluation was determined to be around 65 and then below 60 on a second test, placing her in the lowest 1% of students intellectually. However, the lawsuit alleges that during her first month at the high school, the girl was left unsupervised and allowed to enter to either wander the halls or hide in the bathroom during her classes. The tardy and attendance policy was not enforced because of her disabilities and to address her leaving class or provide any safety monitors for her doing school hours or en route to and from the bus stop, according to the lawsuit. It just makes me feel angry to know that there was such 
little oversight or protection for my daughter. If she leaves in the morning to go to school, then she should return home from school safe, the girl's mother said. Taylor Alderdice let her be lured off campus, and Starbucks let her be attacked in its bathroom. It's all just so frustrating and disheartening. It's just very hard to describe. The Associated Press does not name victims of sexual assault or abuse unless they come forward publicly. The names of both the girl and her mother were withheld from the lawsuit to protect the girl's identity. The lawsuit alleges the male teens were given unrestricted access to the girl when they were able to lead her off campus to the Starbucks bus stop, where school officials did not provide any safety monitors during prime transportation hours, despite knowing about increased incidents of student-based violence and other negative activities. The month before the sexual assault occurred, a large group of students got into a fight at the bus. Police officer was injured while trying to break up the fight, and police shot two students with tasers during the incident. Owners of businesses in the same building as the Starbucks have reported harassment of customers, a storefront window being broken, students challenging business owners to fight and other issues with drugs and vandalism. At least one business owner has asked the school district to move the bus stop during school board meetings. The lawsuit alleges that Starbucks and Kappa failed to respond to the widely known issues with crime, violence, and mischief by not creating policies or conducting training for employees on how to keep themselves or patrons safe and by not providing security measures like guards during high-traffic times. The lawsuit alleges that Starbucks employees allowed students largely unrestricted access to its bathrooms partly because the students increased the store's sales. So we want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudication concerning such. Cogenarian Julie Jamin was in the shower at a YMCA managed pool in Port Townsend, Washington, when she suddenly heard a man's voice. There stands a man in a woman's bathing suit looking at, watching, and touching little girls who were taking down their bathing suits, she said. She was shocked. At the time of the July 2022 incident, she had been using the pool for 34 years and had never seen a man in the women's changing area. The man is a YMCA child care worker who identifies as a woman. He was supervising the girls in the changing area as part of his job, as previously reported. Jammin asked an employee to make sure he left the locker room. She was banned from the facility permanently. 
Many states don't have laws addressing whether men who identify as women and vice versa can or can't use women's restrooms and changing rooms. That means federal law guides what is and isn't legal in those locales. Under the Biden administration, the Department of Education has interpreted federal law to allow people who identify as transgender to use restrooms and locker rooms that don't align with their biological sex if they choose. Several states have affirmed that ruling creating legislation allowing people who identify as transgender to use the restroom that aligns with their declared gender rather than requiring them to use spaces set aside for their biological sex, according to a review of state laws. More than a dozen states prohibit people from using restrooms and locker rooms that don't correspond with their biological sex, no matter how they identify. Miss Jammon says, by the way, that means she's between 80 and 89 years old. So you know how she was horrified. Huh. Miss Jammon said she was horrified to peek out into the changing area to see a man in a one-piece lady swimsuit interacting with little girls. Her first reaction, she said, was to ask, do you have a penis? She said the man replied, that's none of your business. Then a YMCA staff member who was already in the locker room intervened. When Ms. Jammon asked the pool staffer to remove the man, she said the worker retorted, that's discrimination, and you're out of here for life. Mm-hmm. Member, Miss Jammon said, announced that she would call the police and then hug the man. Stunned, Miss Jammon left and immediately reported the incident to the Port Townsend Police Department. But it didn't file a report at the time, she said. The police department later spoke to YMCA staff members and filed the report that listed Ms. Jammon as a suspect, the report said. Ms. Jammon, the report said Ms. Jammon was screaming, calling names, and refusing to leave. The report also said that the man wasn't assisting the little girls but was watching them. I don't talk like that, Ms. Jammon said, disputing the YMCA staff account recorded in the report. I know how to speak English. And that is not the way I speak to people. Under Washington state law, all businesses that employ more than eight people must let transgender-identifying individuals enter opposite-sex restrooms. The law, which went into effect in December 2015, also states, in a public accommodation situation, The rules apply to all places of public accommodation, including but not limited to schools, gyms, public facilities, stores, restaurants, and swimming pools, and the gender-segregated facilities within those places of public accommodation. 
In explaining the new state laws, the Washington State Human Rights Commission issued a frequently asked questions document. One question asked, can men now go into women's bathrooms or locker rooms? The answer from the commission states, no, only females can go into women's bathrooms and locker rooms in a gender-segregated situation. This includes transgender females who identify as female, referring to men who identify as female. The answer goes on to state the rules do not protect persons who go into a restroom or locker room under false pretenses. For example, if a man declares himself to be transgender for the sole purpose of entering a woman's restroom or locker room, then the rule would not protect him. State law on opposite-sex restroom use is still in its infancy, with many states not yet taking a side. Currently, the most important factor affecting whether men can enter women's spaces is federal law, according to Sarah Perry, a senior legal fellow for the Heritage Foundation. Federal rules that ban discrimination on the basis of sex have been repurposed to ban discrimination based on someone's gender identity, Ms. Perry said. And see, what did I just The Title IX, a provision of the Educational Amendments of 1972, was crafted to bring equality between men and women in most facets of education. However, the interpretation of the legislation by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services under the Biden administration is that The Title IX provides against discrimination related to sexual orientation and gender identity. The Biden administration has interpreted civil rights law to include sex as gender identity, which is the most expansive definition we've ever seen, Ms. Perry said. The Biden administration's choice means that the default legal position is that anyone who announces transgender status can use opposite-sex bathrooms in schools, she said. These Title IX anti-discrimination provisions don't specifically apply to other facilities, and state laws can block this federal rule interpretation, Ms. Perry said. If that particular state doesn't have a protective law in place, they will be bound by the Biden administration's interpretation of federal civil rights law, which is why we're seeing so many of these challenges now come up in court, she said. In the long run, legal battles will decide whether the current presidential administration can use civil rights laws to give men a right to enter women's bathrooms, Ms. Perry said. More than a dozen states have amended their laws to include gender identity as a protected class subject to anti-discrimination laws. Usually these laws include civil rights protections in the area of employment, housing, public accommodations, which include restrooms. These states include Delaware, California, Colorado, Hawaii, Massachusetts, Michigan, Maine, Minnesota, New Jersey, Nevada, New Mexico, New York, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, and Vermont. Some state laws also specifically protect a person's right to use a restroom or changing room that aligns with his or her 
chosen gender identity. States with specific laws, executive orders, or court decisions that allow individuals to use opposite-sex restrooms include California, Colorado, Massachusetts, Connecticut, Maryland, Minnesota, Illinois, Washington, and Delaware. The California law passed in 2013 allows a school pupil to join athletic teams and competitions and use facilities consistent with his or her gender identity. The New Jersey guidance for school district states, school districts shall allow a transgender student to use a restroom or locker room based on the student's gender identity. In Connecticut, an executive order from Governor Danoma Malloy, a Democrat, permits opposite-sex restroom use in public schools and colleges. Accommodate a student's asserted gender identity or expression is subject to enforcement action by the Commission on Human Rights and Opportunities. The 2017 executive order states in part, in Maryland, Judge George L. Russell III ruled in March 2018 that under the Title IX, transgender identifying Individuals have the right to use opposite-sex school facilities. The Hawaii Department of Education issued guidelines to schools in 2016 that state students have access to bathroom and locker room facilities that correspond to their gender identity. Louisiana Governor John Bell Edwards issued an executive order in 2016 classifying gender identity as a protected class for state employees and employees of state contractors. We respect our fellow citizens for their beliefs, but we do not discriminate based on our disagreements, the governor of Democrat stated at the time. Minnesota has updated its state statutes to make gender identity a protected civil right, which includes access to public accommodations such as bathrooms. The state joined the 2019 lawsuits against the school district for requiring transgender identifying students to change in an enhanced privacy locker room that it built for transgender students. Minnesota State Attorney Kenneth, General Kenneth Ellison contends that it's still discrimination. Transgender people facing challenge after challenge and being treated equally, including in school, he said at the time. In 2016, North Carolina was the first state to pass a law banning opposite-sex restroom use, but it was repealed the following year after the state faced boycotts by activists angry about the legislation. The National Basketball Association moved its all-star game in retaliation to the legislation. Music stars canceled tour dates. This HB2 repeal immediately removes mean-spirited restrictions on public facilities that mandate North Carolinians use the public facility matching the gender on their birth certificate. Democratic Governor Roy Cooper stated in March 2017, other states require people to use only those restrooms and changing areas that align with their biological sex rather than their declared gender. States protecting at least some single-sex spaces with laws, rules, or court decisions include Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, Idaho, Iowa, Kentucky, North Dakota, Nebraska, Oklahoma, Kansas, Mississippi, Missouri, Tennessee, and Texas. However, their laws vary in the kinds of spaces 
protected. Florida law says that a man who enters a woman's restroom or a woman who enters a men's restroom can be charged with trespassing. The 2023 Florida statute states, the legislature finds that females and males should be provided restrooms and changing facilities for their exclusive use respective to their sex in order to maintain public safety, decency, decorum, and privacy. The law defines sex as the classification of a person as either female or male based on the organization of the body of such person for a specific reproductive role, as indicated by the person's sex chromosome, naturally occurring sex hormones, internal and external genitalia present at birth. Kansas, Montana, Nebraska, and Tennessee also have laws or executive orders that define sex as biological sex at birth. Lawsuits, especially regarding transgender policies and public schools, have been driving policy in a lot of states. A mother in Oklahoma filed a lawsuit against her local school district after her 15-year-old daughter was allegedly physically assaulted in the women's restroom by a 17-year-old male who identifies as a transgender female. The incident occurred at Edmond Memorial High School on October 26, 2022. The lawsuit alleges that the school district was aware that the transgender student was using the girls' restroom in violation of state law. In Missouri, several lawsuits are underway, including one in which the state attorney's attorney general is suing a school district for allegedly discussing transgender bathroom policies in secret. Attorney General Andrew Bailey is suing the Wentzville School District Board of Education over an alleged breach of the Mississippi Open Meetings Law in which school boards can only hold meetings that are closed to the public for very specific. Missourians do not co-parent with the government, Mr. Bailey stated in the lawsuit. In another case, the American Civil Liberties Union has filed a lawsuit on July 31st against the Missouri's Platt County District School alleging that it discriminated against a 16-year-old male student who identifies as female. The ACLU says the school district was wrong to reprimand and suspend the student for using female restrooms against school policy. The ACLU says the school's actions constituted sex discrimination and disability discrimination and violated the student's right under the Missouri Human Rights Act and the Missouri Constitution, Constitution. Alabama, Arkansas, Idaho, Kentucky, and Iowa laws protect single-sex spaces in schools through 12th grade. Idaho's law, enacted in July, states in part requiring students to share restrooms and changing facilities with members of the opposite biological sex generates potential embarrassment, shame, and psychological injury to students, as well as the increasing likelihood of sexual assault molestation, rape, voyeurism, and exhibitionism. In Kentucky, Democratic Governor Andy Beshear vetoed a broader bill that also banned minors from accessing transgender hormone and surgeries. The legislature overrode his veto, and the law went into effect this year. The Kansas legislature also overrode a veto by Kansas Governor Laura Kelly, a Democrat to establish a woman's bill of rights, set the definition of biological sex, and ban males from female sports. An executive order entitled Establishing a Woman's 
Bill of Rights was issued by Nebraska Governor Jim Pillen, a Republican, on August 30th. There are legitimate reasons to distinguish between the sexes with respect to athletics, prisons or other detention facilities, domestic violence shelters, rape crisis centers, locker rooms, restrooms, and other areas where biology, safety, and or privacy are implicated. Mr. Fillin's order states, Mississippi has a law that restricts the state government from acting against people who establish sex-specific standards for locker rooms, bathrooms, and other facilities. Utah has a similar law in its Anti-Discrimination Act amended in 2023 with the caveat that employers afford reasonable accommodations based on gender identity with regard to restrooms, shower facilities, and dressing facilities. The Fourth Circuit Court of Appeals in Virginia ruled against the Gloucester County School Board in 2020, stating that Title IX allows for transgender identifying students to use opposite-sex restrooms. The Equal Protection Clause of the 14th Amendment and Title IX of the Education Amendments of 1972 can protect transgender students from school bathroom policies that prohibit them from affirming their gender. The court ruling states, a more recent education policy affirmed in 2023 by Governor Glenn Youngkin, a Republican, states that students shall use bathrooms that correspond to his or her sex, except to the extent that federal law otherwise requires. The policy goes on to state overnight travel accommodations, locker rooms, and other intimate spaces used for school-related activities and events shall be based on sex. Policies that allow men to get undressed in spaces set aside for women can be dangerous for women. Doreen Denny, Senior Advisor for Concerned Women for America, said, for women entering a secluded space with a potentially predatory male can be a matter of life and death, she said. Women have separate spaces for bathrooms, locker rooms, female prisons, and other places because it's a matter of safety and security, Ms. Denny said. We're the weaker sex. The average man is five inches taller and nearly 29 pounds heavier than the average woman, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Another study published in the National Library of Medicine database found that men have significantly more upper body strength than women. These physical differences make women vulnerable to physical violence from men, Ms. Denny said. That's why women need their own spaces as a precaution against male violence, she said. We have always been instructed, even conditioned from our, our very earliest age, to understand that being with other women is a place that provides for a greater amount of safety for us, Ms. Denny said. Historically, the U.S. government has recognized through laws that women are more vulnerable to violence than men, she said. But the idea that some men or women eliminates these protections. All the gains we've made are simply being erased on the basis of some individual who, for his own desires or confusion or identity or whatever crisis, is now assuming a different identity that's a woman, Miss Denny said. Under the banner of transgenderism, men have entered sororities, rape crisis centers, and women's prisons. In some women's prisons, men with transgender identities have raped female prisoners, allowing men who save their women into women's spaces gives women yet another location where they must remain wary, Ms. Denny said. How many women need to be raped before we realize that maybe it's not such a great idea, she asked. 
We want to thank the righteous judge for all of his adjudications concerning such. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning more than 1,000 school districts across the United States supports policies that keep parents in the dark when it comes to their children's transgender identification, according to Parental Rights Group, Parents Defending Education. On September 11th, PDE, Parents Defending Education, updated its list of school districts that have implemented policies regarding students who believe they are transgender. The policies recommend that institutions, district personnel should keep a student's transgender status hidden from parents. The list mentions 18,331 schools from 1,044 districts that implement such policies. These rules affect over 10.7 million American school children. We actually released this number initially in March, and then we identified about 200 counties. This number keeps growing across the country. Nicole Neely, president of PDE, said in an interview with the Real America's Voice program, just the news, no noise. We are still getting tips that are pouring in every day, she said. Ms. Neely blames state school board associations and LGBT activist groups for pushing such policies in educational institutions. These associations are not parents' friends, and we're really trying to remind families of that as well, she said. So these are policies that are being pushed by activist groups like uh, Glenson and the Trevor Project that are saying the families are inherently not safe. Both Glenson and the Trevor Project are LGBT activist organizations. Glisten describes itself as a national education nonprofit organization leading the movement to create safe and inclusive K-12 schools. It was founded in 1990 as the Gay Lesbian Straight Education Network by a teacher-turned-activist who later oversaw the school drug and violence prevention program under the Obama administration. Glenson guidelines for schools advise that educators educators, the gender identity of students a secret from their parents. Staff or educators shall not disclose any information that may reveal a a student's gender identity to others, including parents or guardians and other staff. Unless the student has authorized such disclosure, the information is contained in school records requested by parents or guardians, and there is another compelling need, it states. The Trevor Project describes its mission as aiming to end suicide among LGBTQ young people. In 2019, the group published a document called the Model School District Policy on Suicide Prevention, which asked school mental health professionals to ensure that the parents' actions are in the best interest of the student. Example, when a student is LGBTQ and living in an unaffirming household. In addition, the policy also asks schools to keep a student's sexual orientation or gender identity a secret from parents when they are notified of perceived suicidal risk or an attempt. Information shared with parents should be restricted to the perceived risk of suicide or facts of the attempt, it says. PDE maintains a list of school districts that recommend the Trevor Project as a resource. 
The Trevor Project also runs the Trevor Space chat room, which has been accused of allowing adult strangers to talk about sex with minors. Parents and community leaders in Santa Ana, California, raised concern last year about Trevor Space. Victor Cota, a young pastor in Santa Ana, revealed that he saw evidence of children interacting with adults to explore genders and sexualities. The platform provides a space for such discussions without parental knowledge. Anyone can chat with these kids in these spaces, he said. I checked it out with my own eyes. I was shocked at the types of chat groups I found. Brianna Cota, Mr. Cota's wife, said that it was worse than I imagined. The platform is a hunting ground for sexual predators, she said. In her interview for Real America's Voice, Ms. Neely stressed the need to protect parental rights. It's not a partisan issue, she said. Children do better when families are involved in their lives. You can supplement their education. You can ask questions. You can know your child, but we're being held at arm's length, and we're being told by certain teachers' unions. We're with your kids eight hours a day, so we know them better than you do. A poll published by PDE in March showed that 71% of registered voters support creating legislation that would require schools to inform parents in case their children want to change their gender identity at school. In addition, 75% of voters supported legislation requiring schools to obtain parental consent before transitioning their children. We reinforce what we at Parents Defending Education have been hearing from parents all over the country. The constant whispering at our children's ears that we, their parents, are their enemy is negatively impacting families everywhere. Malin Salaberia, the Director of Community Engagement at PDE, said in a statement, public school policies that hide identity and gender issues from parents and legal guardians are an assault to parents' rights, she said. In recent times, parental rights groups have exposed the LGBT agenda being pushed on children in schools. In March, the advocacy group California Alliance for Education revealed that 23 students were secretly transitioned at a local school district without their parents being informed. Eight of the children were of elementary school age. Some schools are taking steps to protect parental rights. In August, the Tim... Temecula Valley Unified School Board voted three to two to pass a policy requiring schools to notify parents when their child wishes to identify as transgender. Parents are also to be notified when the child requests to use pronouns, names, bathrooms, or locker rooms that do not align with their biological sex. Following the school's decision, California Attorney General Rob Bonta, a Democrat, criticized institutions implementing such policies. My office is closely monitoring the situation and will not tolerate districts compromising the safety and privacy of transgender and gender non-conforming students. We will remain committed to ensuring the school's policies do not violate student civil rights, he said in a statement. So, there you have it, church. There you have it. That's the nitty-gritty of it. Amen. And we want to thank God that he's going to help us. Amen. Brother Marshall, 
Wow. Praise the Lord. Well, Lord, you did say these times might come, the end of days. Oh, Heavenly Father, we thank you that Jesus said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you, so we can come boldly before your throne of grace. Oh, we need your throne of grace, Lord. We come boldly before your throne of grace in time of need. You said, call upon me and I'll answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. There's a lot of things we don't know. And you're teaching us. Help us to know what to do with those things you're teaching us by your word, by your spirit, Father, and how to respond to all these different things. We ask for your adjudication in every one of these areas, Father God, in Jesus' name. We know the enemy knows his time is short. That's the way he's going about like a roaring lion. Jesus said in John 10, then he comes to steal, kill, and to destroy. But Jesus said, and he cannot lie. I've come to have life and have it more abundantly. Thank you, Jesus, for being on our side. Thank you for caring for all the children you spoke into being. And you don't make any junk. Father, we ask for your divine help. Your arm's not too short to save. In every one of these areas that Pastor Sabrina was kind enough to read through and Brother Bill was kind enough to post in Jesus' name. All these different areas, Father God. So many different areas, Father, including what's going on with the people from Colombia who uh, some of them sent mercenaries, were sent over to Ukraine. But it wasn't uh, very pleasing to some of them. We ask for your help, Father God. That that you we pray for the people, the human beings in Ukraine, in Colombia, and every nation. That they're actually still human beings made in your image. Send the Holy Ghost to bring conviction. Even that area that Pastor Sabrina just read tonight from John 16:8. He's the one who brings conviction, Father God. He's the one who says, you know, Marshall, <laughs> and every human being created in the image of God, you've done some things that you need to make sure you are turning from. We need to all be changed. So, Father, we pray for those who just rightfully used us to help them, Father God, including those who have been trained as mercenaries in Ukraine, not just from Colombia, all those different groups, even some maybe from the different nations. I'll just let it go at that. That have been trained there, Father God. And that now they have all this training, like the military has a lot of training. They want to use all their fancy little tools, Father God some of which were left behind in Afghanistan that have found their way over to places like Ukraine and maybe other places, Father God. Not that we need, not need to be concerned about that because the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty through God to the point down of strongholds, casting down imaginations of every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge that we bind every sort of ungodly fear, every sort of mind control, because that's the primary battle. It's mind control, Father God, in Jesus' name. And we bring before your throne of grace these different situations, Father God, in Jesus' name, including the uh, the general, U- U- Ukrainian general, Father God, who was uh, concerned about the uh, the uh, o- overturn of his troops in Ukraine. <coughs> Several people say that it's actually already pretty well over there, but. But uh, Joe Biden still wants to send another $60 billion. Now, why do they need that money? Did, did everybody in the United States think that's a great idea? Congress has been dragging their feet on this, and maybe that's a good idea. Maybe there's some people there that are not completely part of the uniparty. There seems to be one, really only one party. They're all controlled by Satan in different levels, different ways, some of them willingly, some of them by blackmail. But, Father God, for those that can stand for the truth, Father God, Help them. And those that cannot, remove them, Father, in Jesus' name. 
He said, when your name is near, your wondrous works declare. In Jesus' name, in Psalm, where is that? Psalm 75. And you say, Father God, for all those that are trying to ship everything and everything having to do with U.S. safety and protection from the government, police forces, trying to uh, defund the police. This has been going on for quite some time now, some years now, isn't it? But you said, for promotion cometh neither from the east nor from the west nor from the south. God is the judge. He put it down one and set it up another. Have you done that before? Did you overturn many before? Are you doing it even now, even today? And all these ungodly rules that are being passed, twisting things from Title IX and all the rest of it, Father God, causing people to not be watching out for the so-called weaker sex. Yes, some women are very strong physically, stronger than some men, but by and large, that woman has a, has a point, that by and large, most men, unless they just sit inside all the time, most men have more uh, physical prowess physically, and the, the testosterone makes a difference unless they don't have much left. Father God, in Jesus' name, Father, we ask for your divine help for all those, Father God, including that young girl who was 15 at the time in 2022, was assaulted at a Starbucks, Father God. And we know Starbucks, hmm, their little symbol is, is the same symbol of, uh, of a marine spirit, Father God. It's a, it's a little mermaid, whatever, Father. It, it, just like Dacon was, didn't have, was had a fish bottom and a human top or whatever. But, Father God, when the Ark of the Covenant was brought before Dagon, what happened? Dagon fell down, fell down before the Ark, kept falling down, kept falling down. Broke off his hands, Father God. And they were those, those Philistines were either, actually quite terrified. Father, we ask you to put a holy fear in all those that are not protecting the young ones, including this, this um, young lady who was, who was attacked, who may be, whatever, 16 or 17 now. I don't know how, what age she is at this point, but she was 15 back in 2022. Father, we, have mercy on that young girl. Help her mother to know what to do, Father God. And help those that are around about her to know how to bring deliverance and help to all those that have been confused, all those that are being trained by groomers in sex ed classes, not only in public schools, but even private schools, as I just learned today, in, in some areas where you'd think they would be, uh, you know, a nice Christian type school. They wouldn't have transgenders in there grooming the students and in the high schools, would they? Hmm. Are they are they really Christian? Maybe they're not Christian. Maybe they're just uh, on the surface. Oh, it's just another sect. But they don't happen to even like to mention the name of Jesus. Oh my goodness, Father, you know how to expose what needs to be exposed, Father God. And Father, we ask that the maybe the money that the woman's trying to get because her daughter was assaulted. I don't know what her motivation is. You know, maybe she is offended by what happened to her daughter. And, and, and she does have apparently a right to do all this, Father God. But will it really protect other students in the future? We ask that it do so, Father God, that they, that they people in Pittsburgh and other areas, Father God, where students are at risk, that, that students in different areas, where they're, they're taking buses from areas where there's repeated violence been reported, Father God, that they'll provide protection in a way that would be appropriate. And, Father, you said your angels, you said your angels behold the face of, the, of our Father, which is in heaven, Father, the angels that watch over each one of these children, Father God, in Jesus' name, 
and where they're trying to change the laws, Father God, to allow biological male to use a biological females, restrooms, bathrooms, changing rooms, pools, like this uh, mature lady who was shocked by the person at the, um, at the YMCA, Father God. That used to stand for Young Men's Christian. <laughs> uh, what was that? Young, I used to go swimming at a YMCA. In fact, that's where the Holy Spirit first spoke through me, in the men's locker room where the water was running, Father God. Kind of a set of a good thing. I've been prayed for just before at the, at the church meeting by Father God, by an individual from a full gospel businessman uh, group, Father God. But I, I was a little bit uh, reluctant to open my mouth and just allow, allow him to speak till I was alone in the men's locker room. There were no other men there, no other women there. But the Holy Ghost was there. Thank you, Father God, for not leaving us as orphans. Thank you for the Holy Ghost teaching us. Help those, Father God. We think of the different uh, uh, legislatures in the different states that are that are overturning the um, the agenda of the of their governors that have the the woke agenda, trying to push things through, trying to establish protection for the women, Father God, so that women can have women's sports where they actually have women competing against women. So it's actually fair in Jesus' name and safety in the, in the, in the locker rooms and restrooms and all those other areas, Father God. We thank you for those different people in different states that are standing up for the truth, Father God, whether it be in uh, Mississippi or Missouri or wherever it is, Father God. We ask for your divine help and adjudication, including every area, Father God, where they're calling evil good and good evil, Father God. And you said in your word that the enemy, you, you told us the enemy was going to try and do this. Where is that? Daniel 7. It talks about the enemy coming in. It talks about the enemy coming at the ten horns and all that. And he should be, he shall subdue three kings. And he, and it's Daniel 7:25. He shall speak great words against the Most High, and shall wear out the saints of the Most High. They're trying to wear out the saints of the Most High, and shall think to change the times and laws. That's seeking to change the times and the laws, aren't they? And they, not just daylight savings times. That's enough weirdness there, anyway. But to change the times and the laws, and they shall be given into his hand until the time, time and times and dividing times. It's only for a certain time, because our times are in your hands, ultimately, Lord. But the judgment shall sit and shall take away his dominion to consume and to destroy unto the end. And the kingdom and dominion and the greatness of the kingdom under the whole heaven shall be given to the people of the saints of the Most High, as is written in Daniel 7.27, whose, the saints of the Most High, whose kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and all dominion shall serve and obey him. Well, who, who has the everlasting kingdom? What is his name? Father, you've given Jesus all power in heaven and earth, like it says in Matthew 28, 18. And it says it near the very end of your book, Father God, written in, in, your, in the current world. Some people say we're in the last book of book of Revelation, the last chapter of Revelation, or Acts, Father God, because we're still doing the Acts of the Apostles. But it says, can look at that, in Revelation 19, 15, and out of his mouth, and out of the mouth of the Lord Jesus, goeth a sharp sword that with it he shall smite the nations, and he shall rule them with a rod of iron. He treadeth the winepress and fierceness and wrath of Almighty God, and he hath on his vesture and on his thigh a name written, 
King of kings and Lord of lords. Father, if we have a holy, holy fear of you, Lord, and we should, does that mean that God's going to come smack us? No, it means we want to do what pleases you. Because someday we're all going to stand before the judgment seat of Christ. It is definitely going to happen. We're going to not be able to point a finger at someone and say, hey, but this person or that person. No, we all have to make our own decisions. So, Father God, help us all. Send the Holy Ghost to help us all. Satan, you're bound. All your underlings are bound. Set to kill, steal, and destroy, coming against all the children. Because God does not want any of his little ones to perish. Satan, you're bound. Every spirit seeking to kill, steal, and or destroy. Every mind control spirit. Every spirit twisting the truth. Every spirit of, of trying to change the times and the laws. Every, church, every spirit behind trying to bring in cultural mar- Marxism, Father God, and calling evil good and good evil are bound. Satan, you're bound. Every spirit of perversion is bound. All the marine spirits, asmos, osmos, incubus, succubus, bound the gate. Every spirit behind sexual perversion. Every spirit of antichrist unloving, looking for love in the wrong places. Every spirit having to be affirmed on, the, on the social media. We bind every one of these spirits looking for love in the wrong places. In Jesus' name, every spirit of trying to look, oh, but he's so cute. Every spirit of looking superficially, Father God, in Jesus' name. We bind every spirit of perversion. Satan, you're bound to all your underlings are bound from our position. See how many places according to Ephesians 2, 6, according to Proverbs 18, 10, for the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and are safe. Satan, you're bound. Everyone, every underlings are bound in Jesus' name because of the bloody covenant by the power of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus, because Jesus said, whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. You said, the two of you on earth agree to anything you ask, it shall be done of my Father which is in heaven. And Jesus says, I say unto thee, thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gate of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom. Whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. For those saints, Father God, we thank you, Father God, for an entire body of Christ, including Matthew 18, 18 and following in Jesus' name. Because you said to the body of Christ, plural, verily I say unto you, whatsoever ye, plural you, shall bind on earth, shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever shall loose on earth, shall be loosed into heaven. Satan, you're bound. Every one of your underlings are bound. Seeking to kill, steal, and destroy. Every spirit coming from the those gathering together to worship Satan, whether it's the Masonic Lodge or uh, Covent, or returnally assemble his spirits and send them. Do those spirits intended to, intend to do to us. Shall call no man master. There's only one master. His name is Jesus. He's Lord of all. He's King of kings and Lord of all. You're not going to call any other person master. When we, bind, we speak blindness to us, I mean mutinous to us, I mean they only hear what Jesus wants to hear pretend to each and every one of us in Jesus' name because of the blood of covenant. We thank you, Father. There are more with us than with them. We thank you for loosing your angels, warning angels, guardian angels to watch over each one of us, Father God, and all the children, all the children in harm's way, Father God, in different school settings, Father God, in different public settings, those traveling, even my family, and those traveling to other places. Father, we ask you to grant them wisdom and discernment to make good choices, Father God, according to your will and your word, which some of them have gotten t- Gone, drawn cold on, Father God. But you're married to the backslider, Father God. Kind of about said, and he answered, "Fear not, for they that be with us are more than they be with them." And like it says in in Second Kings six sixteen. And Elisha prayed and said, "Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes that he may see." And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha. When they came down to him, Elisha prayed unto the Lord and said, "Smite this people, I pray thee, with blindness." And the Lord smote them with his blindness, according to the word of Elisha. 
Father God, we ask you to hide us all in the secret place of the Most High. All the benefits of Job 22, 7 and 8, in Jesus' name. For all those saints, Father God, we thank you for hiding us, washing us in your blood. We thank you the enemy cannot see us. We thank you for protecting us. And those that are family members of the believers that have wandered away or never fully accepted Jesus, Father God, we ask you to draw them back because you draw us with your loving kindness, Father God. That's the love. That's the perfect love people are really looking for, Father God. Everybody's looking for love, but God is ultimate love. He's the kind of love that says, yes, Marshall, you've done some pretty nasty things, but I love you, the human being. Just change. Look to me and be changed. When we gaze into your eyes and we see your love, yes, your eyes are red with wine, but your eyes are also as a flame of fire. It goes both ways, Father God. We need to have a holy, 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 holy reverence of you, Lord. So, Father God, grant those that can receive it, that holy, holy, holy reverence, Father God, including all the family members of every believer, and draw multitudes, multitudes in the valley decision to the Lord Jesus, in Jesus' name. And we thank you for pouring forth of your spirit, waking up the body of Christ all over your earth, Father God, in Jesus' name. Even I think it was God has left posted in the chat room this evening, Father God. Awake, awake, put on strength, O arm of the Lord. Awake as in the ancient days, in the generations of old. Are not, are not, not that it which had cut Rahab, that is Egypt, and wounded the dragon? Art thou not it which hath dried the sea, the waters of the great deep, have made the depths of the sea a way for the ransom to pass over? Therefore the redeemed of the Lord shall return and come with singing unto Zion, and everlasting joy shall be upon their head, and they shall obtain gladness and joy, and sorrow and mourning shall flee away. Because in your presence is fullness of joy, Father God. We thank you for waking many, many up, Father God, all over your earth, Father God. Every nation, Father, yes, in Colombia, yes, in Ukraine, yes, in China. Father God, we look at many, many places, many, many in, in Russia, every nation, Father God, not just the United States, not just Canada, not just in, in Europe, all the nations and all those many people from different nations that are flooding into different nations in Europe, even in Sweden. And I thank you, Father God, for causing... People in Sweden, nice little, nice little uh, get-along, get-along group of people that are now t uh, demonstrating in Sweden with torches, marching through the city. Father God, people are waking up. The farmers are waking up in France and other nations, Father God, all nations across Europe, even Greece and Italy, no more. And the truckers that are waking up and say, wait a minute, how can you do this to this man? He did nothing wrong. How can you let all these criminals go free? We're not going to deliver goods to New York City. Father God, we thank you for causing people to wake up all over the world, Father God. People all over the world to wake up and wake up and find out that there is a God in heaven and that they need to turn to him. Some people that just think that the things they're thinking, their, their own thoughts, they don't know. That whoever you submit yourself, servants to obey his servants, you are to whom you obey. Oh, I just, I just want to, to feel like a girl, and, but I was born a boy. Where did those thoughts come from? Who told you those things? Who told you? And just like, kind of cut that up, the Lord spoke to Cain after, uh, you know, he tried to pretend he didn't know where his brother, his, what happened to his brother. Am I bri my brother's keeper? Who told you? Uh, oh, no, that's what we talked to Adam and Eve. Who told you you were naked? Father God, many people are running to eat from the wrong tree, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. They're, they're going to eat from, from uh, the, the Internet sites that don't necessarily confirm your word, Father God, that don't necessarily confirm the saints that are speaking the truth, Father God. There's a lot of sites out there that speak lies and confusion. Father, we ask you to deliver all the people that can be delivered. 
in Jesus' name. He said, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. So we take the cup of salvation. We call upon your name. We plead the blood of Jesus over every lintel and every post, every door, every window, every eye, every ear, every nose, every mouth, every mind, every heart, especially every heart, Father God, of all those that are will be members of the body of Christ and join multitudes, multitudes in the valid decision and waking them up, waking them up because they're going to hunger and thirst for righteousness, Father God, and they need to know what, what uh, the man after your own heart, David said, where is that? In Psalm 79. Is that where it is, Lord? Psalm 72. And, and blessed be his glorious name forever. Let the whole earth be filled with his glory. Amen and amen. The whole earth is going to be filled with your glory because it's the glory of children of their fathers. Thank you, Father, for restoring the glory the Lord Jesus had with you from before the foundation of the world. Thank you for your glory for defense, like it says in Isaiah chapter 4, verse 5. And thank you for keeping us by the power of your name. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. We have blessed you out of the house of the Lord. We give you praise and honor and glory for never leaving us nor forsaking us. Thank you for keeping us by the power of your name. Because Jesus says in John 7, 11, Father, I am no more in the world, but these are in the world. Holy Father, keep through thine own name. <laughs>
in Jesus' name, amen.